0: Chat and just um, talk about your business and what you're doing and, and all that sort of stuff because I think that's it. Let me grab a seat. Um, yeah, it's just uh, just to share with you really the whole the whole idea with doing the podcast is to. Learn a bit more about other people's businesses, I and mean, I don't really care whether it's something that's startup, small, new, sure. and something that's big and really successful. It's nice to get a whole. Cro- my right in the sun here. Oh, I like no, Actually, <laughs> <move. laughs> <I'll move. laughs> <laughs> um, that, that doesn't help at all. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so we both got the sun in our faces. <laughs> um, you know, and it's just I just find. Business really fascinating. I think people's stories are really interesting. Yeah. And what you find I think is, although industries can be so different, that mm. actually there are a lot of similarities in terms of like people's successes or all their challenges or their, the the tough times they're having and why they're having it. You know, it's that. You know, every, it's that whole story, and it's really interesting. You know, learning about different businesses and. And then the other thing is, I want to also give a platform for other people to share their story and, you know, get, get their name out a bit. You know? So I think that's what's quite exciting. I'm very focused on just sort of Devon businesses. Okay. So not just North Devon, but, you know, down in Exeter as well. But to be honest with you, I'm getting a few people who are saying, oh, I've seen what you're doing. We've got a guy in London who's, you know, coming on board um, I've got a guy, a professional rugby player, who we've got a meeting with uh, in Bristol wow. you know, next week. So it's quite interesting to get interesting people in as well. Yeah. Definitely. So and I'm not saying you know I mean everyone's interesting, just <laughs> you know, but interesting from different backgrounds and you know because I think in sport there's things that we can learn yeah. in business and and in business we can sort of maybe take that learning over to sport as well. So I think definitely. that's quite interesting. Mm. But, yeah, that's awesome. yeah, so that's the that's the idea, mate. That's cool. <laughs> that makes, that makes it right. No, well, no, definitely, definitely. Life. You know what? Thank you for like engaging me on social media and stuff like that. I Really appreciate all the support because I think you know it's 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 not easy. No. You know, um, and I think anyone who's willing to help somebody else out, I think, it's nice um, because there's also a lot of falseness I think when people are yeah. following people on things like Instagram or social media it's it's a bit of a game sometimes and they're not really that interested in other people but I think mm. when you've yeah. got real core followers and fans yeah. you really appreciate that yeah. and that's why I wanted to say look I don't care <laughs> look, come on board you know that's why I said yeah. to you didn't I Because yeah. you said to me oh no I don't want to I don't, I don't think it's right. I don't think it's a, it's, I'm really the right type of business. And what did I yeah. say to you? Um, you said
1: it's probably, it's what's more interesting and valuable is the process of starting a business as opposed to where you are in yeah. the process. So, so yeah. mate, that's, I awesome. that's <laughs> <laughs> what. Did, what did you think when you think, oh shit, I'm doing
0: this now? you um, um, quite excited?
1: I was half excited and half nervous, to be honest.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but no, I figured today it's just a chat. We'll, yeah, well, back to the public until so yeah, exactly. So, Cameron, obviously I know you, yeah, but I don't know much about your new venture. Okay. So tell me, I tell you what start from the beginning. Okay. Let the public, let the audience know a bit about you. Sure. Because obviously not everyone knows you, um, and then sort of then get lead on to you know where you are now and how you got to that point. Okay.
1: Um. So I. I'm trained as a radiographer, um, so people who don't know what that is, it's x-ray and scans in the hospital. Um, and about 18 months ago, for various reasons, reached a kind of tipping point where I realised that A, I didn't want to be a radiographer anymore, but B, I also didn't want to work for anybody else, and I wanted to start a business. Um, so the last 18 months really have just been a journey trying to figure that out. And I'm at this point now where um, I've sort of tried and, and failed before I've even started with about four different things yeah. um, You know
0: what, I think failing is a really important part of that journey yeah. I think we shouldn't be afraid to fail Definitely. or even put, you know, show your feet yeah. I think it's just all
1: bollocks I think the media portrays it that way, but even the most successful businesses have I've had years and years of groundwork of Failing and so
0: 100%. But going back to your point when because I mean, for most people who maybe have a job as a radiographer, really highly skilled, mm. well paid, good career prospects, mm. you know, I mean, yeah. for a lot of people, you, they'll be thinking, you're mad. Yeah. Like, you know, and all that training you went to get to that point. Sure. So what, what happens?
1: Funnily enough, that's everybody's response, <laughs> generally speaking. Um, I think I went through this, this period where I was thinking about what what I wanted to do next, and I carved out different career pathways within radiography. So I I did a masters in research, so I could kind of go into academia. Um, I could have stayed in the kind of clinical setting in hospital, um, and reached for the for the best that comes out of a clinical career, which is consultancy, yeah. um, and various other things. Um, but I realised that all of the things that I didn't enjoy about my work in the present wouldn't change, even if I reached those goals. Yeah. So it was more, it was less a case of um, throwing away my training that I've already done, yeah. and more a case of, i can going to spend the next 20 years slogging in a job that I didn't enjoy to get to the top of my career. And still be unhappy. And still be unhappy. And also, a very real reason that perhaps some people wouldn't talk about is I realised that the most I would be able to earn is about 50 grand a year.
0: Yeah. So and, and yeah, <laughs> yeah, and you've got more ambition than that. Yeah, for sure. There's always a cap and a ceiling on what you could do.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I could spend, if I figure, even if it takes me 10 or 15 years to to learn about business and, and make something successful, then I'm still way further ahead than I would have been otherwise.
0: That's awesome. That's super brave, <sighs> but super, you know, like, inspiring um, because... I think so many people just aren't prepared to take that risk or, or even consider that as an option. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know what, I've always said, anyone who goes, takes that leap and, and goes for it, I always, always take my hat off to them, you know, and even if they don't make it. Because yeah. I think the, fact, the very fact that they sort of stepped out of their comfort zone mm. to do it, to go for it, yeah. is, is amazing you know and it is truly amazing and, and they need to be commended and even if it's you know if it doesn't work out because I think it just says, that it's just, it says a lot about that person um, so tell us about what were you were you sort of trying to like hack a sideline while you were working and trying to develop something on the side while you still were in, in with the NHS or did you just like leave the NHS completely come <laughs> and then go right wake up on Monday morning, what do I do now? <laughs>
1: yeah, pretty much. Um, oh, you did? Actually, yeah, pretty much. I actually wish I had a side I wish I hadn't left it till the like, complete breaking point where I had to just leave and get out of there. Um, but it kind of, the point I always think back to that, that made the difference was I was offered a a, a radiology job in Reading. Um, that was about four steps ahead of where I was at the moment. Um, and I sort of had this conversation with Maria, who isn't my wife. Yeah. Um, and we said, right, we can either move to Reading, <laughs> and she would have found it really easy to get a job, so it wasn't an issue from that perspective. Yeah. Or I can just take this opportunity to um, like, fulfill this ambition of learning how to start a business um, and just, just cut through and do it. And that's what I wanted to do. Brilliant. Um, but also it worked for Maria as well because she was quite happy with where her career was going. She was still learning quite a lot and wasn't quite ready to move off into a completely new area. Yeah. So that's just kind of happened like that really.
0: And then, <laughs> so you woke up that day and, and what was your... Were you wanted to focus on on something you were ambitious about or passionate about? Or were you like sort of trying to just... Um... To be honest, where did we, you begin? I didn't know what I was passionate about yeah. because...
1: The only reason I went into radiography in the first place was because I didn't know what I wanted to do. Yeah. It was um, a way to go to university um, and get a reasonably well-paid job that was fairly guaranteed. Yeah. So I'd always had this kind of um, safety mentality. Yeah.
0: You know what, I think that's a real common um, path that so many people take. You know, I, I, I took it, you know, you, you go to school, you get told that you've got to go and do A-levels. You know, if you want to be a success, and if you want to be a success, you mm-hmm. then go to university. Sure. And then when you go to university, you then go and get a job. <laughs> and it's like the whole path that's set out for you since, I don't know, year 11, whatever. Yeah. Um, And, is it, yeah, it is called year 11 now, because I think it was called something else when I was secondary school. That's how old I am. <laughs> um, But it's... Yeah, it was literally a path, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, and yeah, if, yeah. if you, if you, you know, were half academic and, and you were half ambitious, that's the path you would take. And if you weren't particularly academic, you'd do something different and that's fine. But it was, it was a real path, wasn't it? And, it, mm. and it's, you, you're on that path and you don't really look outside it, do you? No. I um, don't know there's any other options the time. But at least you, you did something specific when you went to university. I think a lot mm. of people go to university on that path and end up doing a general degree, which actually then doesn't lead to anything. So I think the fact that you did a degree that led to something was a good thing. Yeah. And I think a lot of people make that mistake and end up in a lot of debt, particularly nowadays. Yeah. Um, but okay. So you did that. Yeah. So you woke up and then you realised that. Oh, geez, what am I interested in <laughs> now? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um.
1: So what I, what I did on the first day was. Um, it wasn't as instant as just doing it straight away, but it had been on my mind a little bit. Um, I kind of had this idea, um, I kind of noticed a gap in the um, education of radiographers. Yeah. I'll leave it there because I'm not going to bore you to death. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and um, I'd also just read um, Four Hour Workweek. Yeah. I'm familiar with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim um, Ferriss. Tim Ferriss, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and he doesn't work for hours a week. I know, I'm not, definitely not per the a Um and so I'd already kind of decided that I wanted to like um, sell information products and, and be location independent. Um, and so I, I started trying to kind of build an audience online and an email list and oh, um, put together an ebook which I thought would be valuable for radio. Offers. Um that went on for about four months, and I was kind of at the point of getting ready to sell when I thought, shit, I don't know how to sell. <laughs> what am I going to do next? Um, and so that was when I bought a um, course in online business by a guy called Ramit Sethi, um, and who's pals with Tim Ferriss, I don't know if Um, And one of the first things I learned on that course was um, something called Pay Certainty Test as a way to, to test a business idea in the early stages. And that is, um, is the audience that you want to sell to able and willing to pay. It's interesting. Um, and so I had to have this kind of honest conversation with myself and think, who's going to buy this? This product that I'm putting together. Yeah. Um, and the answer was student radio office. Yeah. Um, and I instantly realised that they're not able to pay and they're probably not willing to pay either. Yeah. And so. Um, yeah, after a few days of that, after a few days after really, realising that, I thought, I can either plough ahead with this um, and turn it into, probably like a hobby business, but yeah. ultimately you won't be able to turn it into much, so yeah. I'll just cut it and start again.
0: Yeah. Is it still there? Are you able to pick it up if you need to?
1: Um, yes, I've still got the the e-book
0: and the products and things like that? Yeah,
1: pretty much, yeah. I'll,
0: I'll be interested in picking up on that, actually, um, before we sort of carry on because I think what's really interesting and, and something um, that I'm doing now with my tech startup
1: mm.
0: where, and I think this is where it's interesting when you, you, you're entering a market that you don't know if there's a market. Yeah. Whereas with an established industry, like, you know, we're also mortgage brokers here, mm. it's an established need. Yeah. There's an established need for solicitors. There's an established need for accountants. There's an established need for radiographers. There's an established need for um, estate agents. I think that's changing, by the way. Right. Um, there's, you know, the market exists and, you've, and you, you're just a, then another competitor in that marketplace. And you might do something a bit different and a bit unusual or whatever, it, you know, but there is a market. And I think when you're looking to maybe create a new market or a new product or a new service that doesn't exist, it's a different ball game altogether, Sure. Um, and certainly, I think the fact that you learn early on that actually you need to you know, test the market yeah. is massively important. I think that'll put you in good stead because certainly with the tech startup I'm working on, we've constantly had to have a, a user group okay. to test on. Mm-hmm. And that's what we've we really focused on at every stage right from the beginning and, and getting their, um, their feedback and you know, making sure that you know, we are on track. We might think that this is what they need but actually we need to speak to them and actually say, actually, is this what we need? And if it's not, we need to tweak it, we need to change it. So we're trying to get, um, at the moment, just to share with you, we're, we're developing um, an MVP, a minimum viable product. Okay. So it's, it's literally the minimum viable product and there's much more to come. And I think this would be the same sort of principles that you could follow mm. and possibly even pick up from what you've left off because there might be an opportunity to still do that and maybe we can chat about that. But mm. it, it's, it's all about testing, speaking to that market, seeing if there is a need. Yeah. Um, one thing that we did, we sent out um, an online questionnaire to the user group. Yeah. And and well, actually, what we did was we we began by having a, a tight knit user group where we actually spoke to and said, like, you know, this is what we're thinking. Is there a need for this? Is this good? Is this bad? Yeah. Okay. We got validation. That sounds good. Let's speak to a bigger, slightly bigger, wider audience. and We sent out a, like a online question there, and again, we got more validation there. Yeah. But I think that's the key is when you're trying to develop a product, a service. Even a service in an established industry, like you know, even if we, in the mortgage broker world, if we were to develop a new service, probably what we should do is actually speak to our existing clients and say, yeah. is this a service that you would benefit from? Yeah. Before we go and develop it and spend a lot of time and energy and work and mm. we think it's amazing, and this. it probably is amazing, does the market want it? And I think that's really key for any business that's starting out or even an existing business looking to bring a new product line. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I think possibly, uh, you know what's scary for, for me, and I'm, I might be in the same shoes as you shortly, is mm. when we launch this MVP, yeah. although we've had validation in these steps, it's, it's been validation in terms of the idea, but we're now we're at a point where we're going to be able to physically show somebody something. Right,
1: yeah.
0: And at that point, they might go, hmm, yeah, nah, it's all right. I think it's a bit rubbish, or not prepared to pay anything for it, or whatever it is. So, where I am at a quite a scary point now. Yeah. Exciting, yeah. but it's like, shit. But it's going to, going to get real <laughs> now. Yeah. This is all those years we've worked on to get to this point. Wow. And yeah, we're going to either have amazing validation or we're going to have a problem and we then need to decide which angle we go um, so that's an interesting challenge and that's what, what you found basically you realised that probably what you maybe did wrong was you spent a lot of time developing it exactly, yeah. and then spoke to the audience and realised hang on <laughs> so the nice thing is that you've learned and you realise that actually next time I'm going to speak to that audience first yep. um, right is this something that you guys are going to benefit from you know what they, they and they those guys probably will benefit from it. Yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah.
0: So what might be worth thinking about is going. You know what? Actually, you become that helpful resource mm. to that because you've been there, you've done it, you've done the training, you've done it. Got, you've been in that industry. Now you're stepping out and you can offer value, and maybe you, you could offer value to them by just literally said, "Have this free ebook." Yeah. It's my love to you. Yeah. You know. And then maybe you know you can bring up, build up a, your own, you know, personal brand of you're the expert in that industry. You know, I'm, I'm only a few years ahead of you, but I've had all this experience. Mm. I'm, 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 I know I've got my finger on the pulse, so I know this industry. So you've got yeah, credibility. Definitely, yeah, yeah. So,
1: That's
0: a really good point. Ah, uh, uh, rather than just letting that amazing ebook sit there do nothing, why not just give it away for free?
1: Well, there's a smaller. Um, detail I didn't share with you in that the, whilst I was building the ebook, the, uh, so basically I included these, um, it was, a, how do I describe it, kind of 3D models of the, of the human body and um, so I used those 3D models to help people, um, prep patients for an x-ray. Oh wow. Um, and it was something that hadn't been done before. Wow problem in a business sense was that the copyright to those images was owned by the company that produced the software Um, and so I was kind of in discussions with them at the point when I realised that the the audience was probably wrong business wise Um, and so at the the point where I realised okay well I'm not going to do this but I might as well give it something for free I realised I'll I'll still have to pay this company for the copyright yeah 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 could you strip it out I could potentially, yeah, I could. Um,
0: because is there still value in the rest of it without this element? Um, because maybe you could yes, even offer this You could even offer this further element later. Yeah. As a secondary, have this for free, bit of a hook. Yeah. If you want this cool thing. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe. But like yeah. just, it's just to be, That's a just idea. be for me it just seems to be you don't allow work. <laughs> I mean like a shame not to <laughs> Like, yeah. for, for people to be benefit from it. I know, I know. They because you never know where it could lead, do you? And then, you know, true. you could write a regular blog on stuff, <laughs> you know, around that industry. Yeah, that's kind
1: of, that's what I was, that's essentially how I was building an audience by writing a blog and, and reaching out into sort of fishing holes where they were kind of hanging out. Um, and I built up the, an email list of about 300 people. Brilliant. Which isn't much, but. Um, hey, listen, it was enough. To, it's a starting
0: point. Exactly. everyone's yeah, got yeah. to start from zero <laughs> and that's what's really tough yeah of oh, sure you know that's yeah, what's yeah. really tough yeah literally you start from ground zero eh? yeah that first one <laughs> person you know it's like, you know this is not easy no no, you know? no. it's just not going to land in your lap no exactly but but, but yeah, listen yes. so so moving forward so what happened yeah. then um so
1: I I kind of went back to the drawing board with the, the course I was doing um and so sort of went to the kind of idea generation stage again, um, and but this time with a kind of framework for working out if it was if yeah. a live audience Brilliant. idea, Brilliant. Um, which was awesome, um, and this made people think I was even more crazy because um, what I discovered was there was something that I'm I've always been interested in and good at without realising was training my own dog as yep. I was growing up as a puppy. Yeah. Um, because you
0: used to live on a farm, didn't you? Or well, your parents were on farm? I really a, Marie Marie lived on was the farm. A farm. That's
1: one. Yeah, that's right. Um, we've got a four-year-old um, cocker, so I, I without even really realizing, like, I loved the process of, of, of teaching their stuff and with it and that. So, um, and also as a business-like idea, it potentially works because there's there's like two and three households in just in America that all have a dog. Yeah. Um, it's just a huge market. Um, I
0: mean, and the TV program, the Dog, dog Whisperer. Yeah you know, that
1: was, that's massive,
0: exactly. I mean, that guy's amazing, <laughs> you know, awesome. he yeah. was just such a cool good dude, yeah. It was just like, you see these crazy dogs and just like, it's, yeah. just, it's like
1: voodoo. It's incredible, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it's incredible. Um, so, so yeah, I kind of, um, I went through with this idea, I went through this process of like, right, what makes me, what would make me credible as a dog trainer? Yeah. What do I need to do to get to that point? Yeah. Um, figure out the business model. So I do not particularly want to start a local business for various reasons. Um, and so how do I go from zero to being credible yeah. and um, kind of reaching people that need help with their dog. Yeah. And narrowing that audience down a bit as well. Um, to cut a long, a long story short, I, I kind of flitted between different problems and never really got anything solved. Um, probably for quite a long time, actually. Probably for about eight months. Um, and the reason I, I realised in retrospect, the reason for that is because I wasn't, I wasn't really clear on what I wanted to achieve. And to give you some context, I was battling decisions like, um, if I'm gonna sell online products, how do I, how do I produce the content that goes into the videos? so I need to be showing them how to train a dog so I need to be with a dog and train them. Mm. Um, And so I thought about things like um, helping people locally so I could produce those videos um, and and then turning it into an online product. Mm. Or um, so do I start a a local business and translate that into an internet business or do do I just help people free locally to gain some experience and credibility Mm. and then turn that into an online product quicker? Mm. Um, and so I, I, I battled back and forth between these kind of challenges, mm. and never really got anywhere. And so there, there came this point about a couple of months ago, yeah. how I realised, shit, I really need to get clear on what I actually want to achieve yeah. and just just go, go hard on actually achieving it yeah. rather than bouncing around between different problems and not actually getting anything done.
0: You can, it's, um, a, it's, an easy, <laughs> it's an easy problem to get stuck in. Yeah. really easy you know you can sort of procrastinate you get around circles and actually you just you know just don't get anywhere <laughs> you know you have all these yeah, sure. ideas and I think the reality is you don't know what's going to work what's not going to work no. and I think you just got to do pick something <laughs> just, yeah. think, just yeah. fucking do something exactly yeah yeah you know? definitely and then if it doesn't work try the other thing that you're thinking might have worked <laughs> yeah. and then do that that's
1: you yeah,
0: know yeah. and I think that's that's the challenge. It's the mental challenge. Sure. It, that's that's where it's at. Definitely, it's just mindset. Yeah. So so yeah. Mm. So what's 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 happening now? So you got you had that issue, so that challenge. Yeah.
1: So so basically, I just I spent three or four weeks just digging really deep um, and getting really 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 clear about what I wanted to achieve, both in the short term and in the long term. Yeah. um And so. Essentially, I won't, I won't bore you with all of them but I realised that in the short term I'm still relying on temporary work as a radiographer Yeah. I didn't want to do that anymore so yeah. my short term goal So you're still able um, to have
0: some income coming in Exactly yeah, yeah, Exactly.
1: Um, so my short term goal then became to, to make X amount of money per month yeah. by this time so that I don't have to work as a radiographer anymore yeah. um, and my longer term goals were um, to be location dependent because yeah. one of my goals is, another goal is to travel and work at the same time. Brilliant. Which um, is a more lofty ambition, but nevertheless. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, what?
0: What I find amazing about the world we live in right now, mm. genuinely, and it's never been like this before, ever, is the internet. Yeah, it amazing. is unbelievable. With that phone, you can have a business. <laughs> yeah. You know, literally, yes, it's really. just crazy. If you can come up with an idea or a service or a product or a skill that is, is you know, it, it's it's amazing, and yeah. you can literally work from a computer, a phone, anywhere in the world. Yeah. You know, it, in the finance industry where we historically it's always been location specific. <laughs> you know, you've, yeah. uh, you know, pretty much you service the people within your locality within your network, and that's pretty much it. You might have a mate who's wherever, you know, or. A referral from wherever but you're, you're fixed by your locality by your physical location now it, it doesn't matter and it's amazing it's genuinely incredible <laughs> and I don't think people f- fully grasp that at all no. because it's only been I don't know, the last 10 years 15 years where it's really just taken off the internet you know I went to university but I had a I didn't even have a computer. I had a word processor, you know. And they had a few computers in like a computer room, but only the the nerds sat in there. I didn't really, you know, I didn't really use them. It's just, and the world has changed. Yeah, it's amazing. It is unbelievable, <coughs> unbelievable. And I think.
1: I don't think most people realize the power of it quite yet. Yeah. No, and I think
0: the whole, you know, it's just incredible. I think the opportunities are amazing. And I think. The difficulty, to some extent, is then trying to figure out what options you're going to take and what you want to do. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But I think if you've got a passion, I think that goes a long way. Definitely, yeah, yeah. You know, whatever that passion is. Yeah. So, but being able to, like, you know, literally work anywhere in the world, you know, how cool would that be? You, you know, yeah, <clears throat> it would be awesome, wouldn't it? Definitely.
1: And, and that, that process, I think that process was probably the most important thing I've learned because. If you've got various different goals and you don't define them properly and there's conflict between goals, that's essentially what's happening to me and I was getting nothing done. Because yeah. I didn't want to start a local business if it was going to tie me to an area. Yeah. So, yeah, so anyway, um, I, t- I took that and um, I'm now starting fresh. Got my first client this week. Oh wow! So amazing. Shocked about that.
0: And this is the so 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 just sorry. Rewind slightly. So yeah. you you are still on the dog <coughs> training. No. Nope. Okay. So just lost that. So that yeah. that was the, so the location element of the dog thing was just like you can, you could. Yeah. It wasn't working for you.
1: Yeah. Basically, uh, it wasn't it wasn't the best way for me to meet my short term goal. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Um. But it's definitely still kind of sitting there waiting waiting for me to take forward. So it could be a hobby exactly yeah it could be um, a hobby
0: that you just do help for f- people for free sure you know or, or a bit of money in if they want it yeah and build up, build a reputation record it document it <laughs> you know all that stuff isn't those it those options yeah so, so, so where are you now What's yeah that?
1: so um, so basically I realised that the, the model the best the business model that best fitted with my goals was some kind of service that was in demand by um by people that w- how do i explain this um essentially it's a freelancer yeah right so if i can offer this service to a company um, yeah. there's no location boundaries so i have to be in person with them in their office doing it yeah um and then i just kind of just gradually narrowed it down um over the over the last eighteen months I've as well as learning about business, I've kind of I've learned I've learned various more specific things that I've just followed and enjoyed as I've gone along. Yeah. So one of those things is copywriting. Oh, like selling with with words, yeah, 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 um and advertising. Yeah. Amazing. So so where I'm at now is um, I want to help um, e commerce businesses yeah. sell more products through advertising.
0: Oh wow. Fantastic. So, so you're focused on um, the social media marketing, the sort of all the Facebook ads marketing, the yeah. Google m- marketing, um, getting a good copy. Yeah. So you're almost being like a a digital marketeer, basically. Essentially, yeah,
1: yeah. Brilliant. A bit more focused than that, like very specific services, but ah, essentially yes. Brilliant. Yeah. And,
0: and what are those services that you're sort of talk, can you tell us, or is it like a yeah. no secret? No, it's not secret. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So I'll, I'll share the process for how I came to them, So I think that might be quite valuable. Um, I basically, um, have you heard of a site called Upwork? Upwork.com? No. No. So it's a site where, it, as a business, you can go to, if, you're, if you want a freelancer to do a specific kind of work, yeah. either on a one-off or an ongoing basis, yeah. then you can go to that site and find okay. somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, and equally, you can go there as a freelancer and bid on jobs that companies are looking for. Brilliant. Um, so a bit like so, Fiverr
0: and things like that. Exactly, about Fiverr, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Um, it used to be called Elance. Right. It may be familiar to people. Um, anyway, so I went, I've, I realised, like I know my audience, um, I know the kind of services that I'd be interested in, that able and willing to pay, <laughs> because every company needs advertising and they need to make money. Yeah. Um, and I just searched, searched for jobs and I filtered by e-commerce. Yeah. I went through the first hundred jobs yeah. that were posted by e-commerce companies. And I just categorized like the broad service they were looking for and I found that the top five services were overwhelmingly um, Facebook advertising, Google advertising, SEO, email marketing and social media management. Yeah. And so I took those five um, and I thought, well, I know that they're able and willing to pay because they're literally asking for somebody um, to do it for them, Um, but um, am I able and willing to supply the service? Um, that was the next question, and so I ended up. Um, and if you're not, you get there. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um. And so the able the able thing was less relevant because I could, like I said, I could probably develop expertise in any of them, so mm. it didn't matter as much. But the willingness was important because I didn't, I knew that I didn't want to offer SEO services and I knew that I didn't want to offer social media management. Mm. So I was then left with Facebook advertising, Google advertising, and email marketing. Yeah. Um, all of which I've got some degree of skilling, yeah. but at various levels. Yeah. So I'm, I'm Google certified in AdWords advertising, yeah. so I'm, I'm more competent at that I'm Facebook advertising, yeah. for example. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I've got those three services, and now my now my challenge is essentially to um, overcome the barrier of not having any experience helping other companies. Yeah. Um. In each of those three services, and then.
0: And how we, the that's you know what that's awesome because I think that yeah. is where businesses need to think about being in terms of you know advertising in terms of where they need to be found. Um, and it's so and it's and I think in all honesty you'll know more right now, right at of <laughs> your career, sure. than ninety-nine percent of businesses or business owners because either they don't have the time, yeah. they don't have the inclination, they don't really care. Yeah. I and mean, they don't necessarily get it but yeah. they maybe know they need to be there yeah. so you know and, it, and it's like anything if you're focused on a particular skill set and you're doing that day in day out you're going to be better than someone who's dipping in and out of it Definitely. without a doubt yeah, yeah. Um, and it's and it's an exciting I think area to be in if I'm honest I think it's a really exciting area to be in hmm. in you know, honestly that's what I do for my business right so I do you know <laughs> I, I, and, and it's You know, it's all that all those skill sets you you have to learn. Fortunately, you know I'm, um, and they don't have time to do anything else. Um, So I think I think there's hundred percent a requirement and a need for those services, and I think that's really exciting. Um, I think the challenge will be to to find. Those clients who are willing and able and see that vision of where marketing, advertising, media is going. Sure. Yeah. Um, because I think a lot of people, a lot of industries, you know, are kind of stuck in their ways. Yeah. yeah. You know, Absolutely. and and even even media agencies, you know, with big clients, mm. you know, people in those agencies probably know that why are we. T- doing this on the paper why are we doing this in the magazine we know you know yeah. i don't want to put my head above the parapet because i'm just doing my job and i don't really care yeah, yeah. but actually would that those budgets be better spent on you know facebook ads yeah, yeah. on you know a whole array of other social media marketing i mean social media now is massive and it's getting bigger yeah. and bigger and bigger and i think people need to switch on to that Definitely. especially business owners
1: there must be so many businesses that are just sitting there thinking we're doing all of these forms of advertising in the newspapers on the radio how the hell do we know if it's working or not it's not measurable <coughs> it's not measurable no there are ways but it's complicated more complicated yeah. than online isn't
0: it? and so. also you know the whole measurement about magazine advertising the whole mm. sort of spiel of well you know it's going to be what four sets of eyes and a. Um, had because the magazine hangs around for a while or ten. I don't know, whatever. It, you, you know, it's, that, yeah. it's not just the one person who buys the magazine, it's all the other people who read it as well. And it's, yeah, sure. but, yeah. but that's not but, really measurable. No. You know, that's what they say.
1: And you can't target your specific audience. No. So, just have, yeah. so it's, yeah, yeah it's,
0: so, it, no. I, think, I think, but that's not to say, if I'm honest with you, that's not to say it's about it. social media. Online is only the place to be. No, no, no. no. Because I think that's a naive perspective. I think it's just about identifying where you need to be seen, wherever that is. Yeah. And that might be online, it might be here, it might be there, and it's about trying to figure that out as a business. Every industry is different. And the other thing, I think one of the challenges, I don't know if you've come across it yet, but is understanding that business. Right, yeah, yeah. When you haven't been in that business. Definitely. how have you found that with this first client of yours is it difficult to understand their business or is it not um not too bad so i'm only just starting their project to be honest but um
1: it's their their business is quite familiar because he's um he owns a he owns three companies actually one is and the one i'm starting to help him with is a an e-commerce company that sells a sells, I think it's called Pink Butcher Paper, are you familiar with that? No, no. I think it's an American thing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Where you kind of wrap your meat with it on a barbecue. Okay. And it smokes the meat. Oh, wow. Um, And he's only got one product on that website. So, like the, the business itself, it's fairly easy to understand, but I think my challenge is probably going to be deeply understanding his audience. Yes. Because there's a very specific type of person that buys smoking meat yeah. products for a barbecue.
0: Absolutely, and I think that's where you're going to have to do like lots of testing. Yeah. You know, split testing and. Absolutely. You know. <laughs> test
1: different messaging. Yeah,
0: you know, and then it's getting that client to buy into the fact that you know we've just got to test and try and tweak it and try because Absolutely. there is no magic formula. Yeah. You know, there isn't, is there? There's not. No, go. Oh yeah, I going to sell somebody <laughs> who likes smoked steaks. <laughs> or smoke barbecue meat yeah, yeah. you know I mean maybe there is but I don't think there is <laughs> no exactly so yeah I, that's and I think
1: that's that's really true and it comes I think that's why it's it's really important to try and find the right, right audience for your own business because like yeah. okay, maybe partly by luck but I kind of realised that the majority of e-commerce companies are already kind of sold on digital advertising because that's for most of them, of that's all that they do. Of course. <laughs> so, of course. As opposed to going to a, a local business that's been using print advertising for years. Yeah. To no, know, like, I'm not trying to sell the concept behind what I'm selling, I'm yeah. just trying to sell that I'm the right person to help them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Essentially. So
1: it's a, bit, yeah. it's a
0: little bit of a shortcut, I'm sure it'll still be a challenge. And <laughs> uh, uh, what other businesses does he have? Are they sort of related? Mm. So you can, or are uh, you going to have to sort of take a completely different <laughs> angle on each one? Yeah, they they could they're about as different as they could be.
1: <laughs>
0: so, but that's great experience, yeah, for you,
1: you know. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Um, but they're all they're all three of the are e-commerce companies. Yeah. So that helps. Brilliant. Um, but the you know, the barbecue brand is the audience is obviously kind of. Like men, yeah, love <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. barbecuing outside and yeah. stuff.
0: Australia, Australians, yeah, Australians, yeah. So <laughs> wife beaters. Um, yeah. st- st- fos- no, they don't drink Fosters, but you know they, yeah. we we think they drink Fosters. Yeah. Um, well else? So, yeah. <laughs> and
1: the and the second the second band that I'm help, potentially helping them on is uh, health and beauty. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, it's kind of high end health and beauty products. So yeah, completely ah. different audience. <laughs> in the spectrum.
0: So yeah. And. <laughs> is he a business that's local to us or is he like further afield or no he's American so he's based in America wow yeah that's awesome yeah so you've got
1: international clients check,
0: Inter- yeah, check you out check you out that's my tagline no. yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it would be like having Where does he like worldwide Yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, so what? So does he live like somewhere cool, like New York or Miami or anything like that? I don't know. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> was I was
1: gonna totally say you'd be
0: like just <laughs> setting it. I'm oh, going yeah, just go to New York for a meeting. Yeah, yeah exactly. How cool
1: was that? Yeah, that would be awesome. Let's pretend he lives in New York. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Amazing.
0: Yeah. So, so, and, and you found that business through this site, which was called again um, Upwork. Upwork. I did indirectly.
1: Um, it actually came about because um, a friend of mine's doing. Um, freelance copywriting yeah based in India believe it or not yeah um, and he kind of he, he kind of pitched this guy on at work and realised that he wasn't the right fit for his business he yeah. said but I think Callum might be yeah and so he introduced us amazing all
0: well, that networking and the networking's right. coming across the world yeah you know it's Pretty amazing cool. like that internet because like you can work with clients anywhere yeah I think that's what's really exciting about technology businesses and mm. the sort of marketing side of things. Because I think one of the, one of the frustrations I have in the um, finance world, yeah. you know, we're restricted. You know, we are literally dealing with the market in, you know, in England and Wales and, and Scotland. And, um, and the market's the market. Yeah. You know, and you that's your boundary mm-hmm. whereas with the internet you know it's there's no boundaries yeah. if you can get a product or service that can transcend you know continents and countries it's just it's just huge yeah it's just a huge opportunity yeah. so you're like super pumped with the with the way it's going and that you found this sorry you super pumped you found this thing oh, i am actually yeah I, and i think
1: it's, it's a cautious excitement i think because i know like i know the potential's there and i know i'm confident in my capability but the like i know it's gonna be a long road um so i go <laughs> i suppose i go from from like sheer excitement to despair like, i'm heading my hands on my desk quite often um but then i'm back up again and sit
0: you know what that is <laughs> without a doubt the life of a business owner, <laughs> yeah, without sure. a doubt, yeah. it's not like a nice straight curve, <laughs> upward trend, isn't it? You know, it's gonna, without a doubt, you've got. Mm. It's. You're working, and I think the thing is, if you can make it, it's just part of you. It's not yeah, work. Yeah, definitely. It's like, you, you just. It's, it's you, and it's what you do, and it's. I'm thinking, I'm breathing it day in, day out. I love it. Yeah. I'm passionate about it. This is the journey the good, the bad, the ugly. But it's it's all of these things that make it super exciting. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And it's it's amazing. And, you know, whereas your old job, when you're doing that job, you know, you're employed, it's like. It's a, yeah. tr- it's a trudge, isn't it? It's just like. Oh, definitely, yeah. It's just. You, know, you... you go in, you're like a factory worker, aren't you? You just go yeah. in, and you're like. Duh, duh, duh. Now, you're just like, you know what? This isn't work. Well, this is this is fun yeah exactly even yeah. when it's bad it's fun
1: yeah you know, I'm, and I'm learning something <laughs> you know yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: constantly
1: exactly and I think yeah I, I, do, I do kind of notice that if I you know if I have to go back and do shifts, it's very old for us to keep, the, keep the money coming in it takes about an hour and my energy levels are on the floor whereas I can I'm more than happy to work 12 13 14 hour days at yeah. home yeah. Um, and don't really lose that much energy it's, no. just,
0: it's just the right thing so, so tell me now, so how did you figure out what business model, pricing model to, 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 to have? How, how did you shape that? Because obviously when you went to the client, or you pitched for the work, you had to have an idea of the proposal, or, or was it a case of, I want this, can you do it, and this is what I'm prepared? How, how, are you still figuring it out? Are you still figuring out how to build a proposal, or what the business model looks like?
1: Yes, I am still figuring it out, definitely. Um... And so the, the kind of the broader strategy, if you like, is, that I'm adopting is ready, fire, aim. <laughs> so I, I, I know enough about what I want to do and ha- roughly how to price it and, and deliver the service that I can go out to the market, reach out to people directly and just get some momentum going. Yeah. Um, and, one, and i worked out, well, once I've got clients in those three services, and I can start getting testimonials and case studies and, and some experience myself. Yeah. And then I'll kind of figure out which of those services are the most enjoyable and profitable for me, and I'll just go dead straight on that and figure out the pricing structure, yeah. etc. cetera. Um, but in terms of my first few clients, I, it's kind of driven by the, the biggest hurdle to getting them as a client and, and working with them, which is as soon as I interact with them, if they're looking for the work, the thing that's probably gonna be popping into their head is, have you done this before? Can you get me the results? Yeah. Um, and so, the way that I ended up closing the deal with the, my first client was by saying, um, this is how much I'll charge up front to do the work, which wasn't like extortion because I'm yeah. in the beginning. Yeah. And then, once the project's completed, if you're happy with the results, and pay me the other half. If not, it's fine. Yeah. And so, and then it just becomes about delivering the results, which I want to do anyway, right? Yeah, so. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. And it, is it a business model that you can build in like a renewal revenue stream? So, so maybe it's based yeah. on the ad revenue that they're spending, and you maybe take a, a you know a little a little bit of that, or something like that. So you got. Yeah. A, so you can build up a renewal regular income, or is it is it do you think the model will be more one-off hits, or well, I guess it depends on the client's needs. If the clients going to yeah. consistently market, I'm guessing you could build in a renewal revenue, and I think that would be quite powerful yeah. and give you that stability. Definitely,
1: yeah, yeah, that fit. and that's that was one of the one of the reasons I chose those services. So that was a broad service idea because because of that short-term goal of replacing my income as a radio I didn't want to be fighting to get 10 new clients every month. Yeah. I knew that once constantly I... Constantly
0: getting new business, constantly yeah. getting new business. It's hard work. You need to look after your own clients.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And, and as, yeah, you're right that um, pay per click services are, it's work. It's kind of a, a familiar model for people to pay. to charge kind of percentage of ad spend yeah. or a monthly retainer fee. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. Yeah, Two months, so. Awesome. <laughs> and what's your thinking now in terms of getting more clients? How how you go through that process in your head? Are you thinking I'm going to con- you know use these sites to try and find more work? Are you going to be looking to get local work, or do you want to look at bigger markets like you know where where people have got bigger budgets, maybe in the cities? Or, or um, what's, your, what's your, have you have you got a plan or? Yeah, I, I have. We're working it. Still so we'll figuring it out. It's a
1: bit like throwing mother at wall. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. The first few clients are kind of um, just a bit of a hustle, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there is. Like a, it's all hustle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the whole the is <laughs> a hustle. But there, to answer your question, there is a there is a kind of broad plan because um, I I figured that it makes sense to go direct to the source initially and not spend time on the more indirect source marketing. Um, so I've. So, one revenue is, avenue sorry, one avenue is to, to pitch for um, jobs on work because so it's people that are actively yeah. looking for yeah. um, help. Um, and the other way that I'm doing it is um, like directly reaching out to companies in my, in my niche. So, although I'll help any e-commerce company that comes to me and asks for help, or i of, course, first, of so course, in terms of kind of like outbound marketing and going yeah. after them, I've yeah. narrowed it down to people in the pet industry. That's oh, than my, Experience. Yeah. So I can just, I can literally just write down a list of 100 companies in that industry, reach out to them, add some value, and start to build a relationship.
0: Well, what's really interesting there, actually, if you think about it, once you can figure out the model for the right target audience, you can then, you know that, (laughs) you know that audience, you know that target, and you can replicate that quickly to another firm. To another firm, exactly. to another firm, and I can automate the
1: marketing process as well online, kind of, yeah, and just concentrate on doing the work. <laughs> yeah,
0: because I think the difficulty going from one industry to another industry to another, industry, yeah, sure. And every single time, you're going to have to figure out what does that persona group look like, feel like, you know, all mm. that stuff. Yeah. Mm. Whereas I think focusing on a target audience as an industry, you can, you can, you know, the first few you you'll be testing, but once you you got that testing done, yeah, and you'll constantly tweak it. You'll constantly tweak it.
1: Exactly, yeah, it's just a process, isn't it?
0: But you'll know, A, you'll know that audience now, but equally, you'll know that audience so much more over time. Yeah, definitely. Really interesting.
1: Definitely. And I think that's, I'm just kind of a one-man band trying to get started, but that process is kind of replicated at a higher level as well. Like, I read about GlaxoSmithKline the other day, and they have like, Several different brands and their own, and on this one big umbrella company, don't they? Essentially, yeah. and so the way that they grew their business was by focusing on one very specific brand and audience and building that, and then translating it to another brand and building that. You know? So
0: it's interesting, yeah. It's really interesting learning about other businesses, I think, and see how they, yeah. you know, what their journey was. Oh, definitely, yeah, it's uh, definitely something you can learn. From it, really. Brilliant, awesome, it? so 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 you focus on that the the pet, the animal industry. Mm. Are you and, and those companies could be local or they could be anywhere are you literally not you're not bothered about no. location no or anything like that no fantastic on no, purpose <laughs> yeah and how are you reaching out to them what's, the, what's your strategy there um, so
1: I've, uh, to be honest I've still not got a good way like I've, I've essentially I've reached out to 100 companies so far um, using the same approach and I'm, I'm just at the point now where which is? If I was going to get a response, then I would have heard. So I'm just testing whether it worked yeah. or not.
0: Um, So, so we, we, what's a, what, what's a, how have you reached that so far? So basically, what
1: I did was, I realised that if I if I approached them and said, look, I want to help you grow your business, or I want to help you do with your advertising, like it's a bit too abstract and it wouldn't yeah. be that valuable to them. So I basically I went to the other end of their sales funnel. Um, and thought if I can if I can help them make like a small in- some small improvements to their checkout cart process, um, they could see like an immediate massive increase in their sales. Because yeah. there's like an average of seventy percent checkout cart abandonment. Yeah. Which is huge to sales. Yeah, yeah. And so I basically just reached out to them and said, look, okay, we've we'll your website, X Way. Um I
0: and Did you reach out to them via email or email, yeah. Email. So I just searched family email so, You know, a top tip, Mm. Instagram DM. Really? Okay. Get all over it. Okay. Seriously. Okay. It's powerful. Yeah, okay. I mean, you still have to send out 100 messages.
1: Yeah, yeah. You get a good response right now. You
0: know what? Look, you don't get, obviously, everyone responding. Yeah. Of course you don't. But I think... There's two things. One is you can go into some, you know a company's profile, individual profiles. So you can see number one how active they are or 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 not. Um, so they might need help with that straight off the bat. Yeah. Um, or you go to them, have a look at their website yeah. and go actually you know what's their website looking like. Yeah. So if it's a really good website and they're really on it, they <laughs> probably don't need your help. No. no. But if the website's not on point, if it's the social media is not on point if it's, they probably do need help. Yeah. So, you know, it could be a case of just find those sort of, that, that target audience using like, you know, a search and a hashtag or or whatever it is, look for them and just literally, you know, follow them, like them, make some comments on their pick posts, DM them, you know, DM a hundred people, a hundred firms and see what comes back. You know, yeah. it's it could be quite you know. Awesome. I think I think it's a bit more personal. Yeah. And I think email now, we all get freaking hundreds of emails. Yeah. You know, and it gets lost. It gets into the clutter box. It gets into the trash. They might not even read it. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's yeah, just. That's so true. Whereas I think, I think DMs are quite powerful. I've had Thank some. You I've yourself. had some success from there. Okay. Um. Definitely. Thank you. No, so no. definitely worth. Checking it out. Yeah, quality. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I think
1: you. I've I've actually noticed that in action. because so a couple of people have reached out to me, said so I get all replied to me by email. saying I get so many emails from from people telling me that I should do this or that. my marketing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's part of being visible on the internet. Definitely. It? Definitely. So that's a different way of getting about it. Like yeah. well, <laughs> it. Like, you know, yeah. Well, fingers <laughs> crossed. <laughs> that's all right, mate. Always happy
0: to share. But um, no, that's so exciting. But I. I'm really, really chuffed, yeah. I'm so you, because I think it's a really exciting space to be in. Thanks. Yeah, and I think <laughs> it's just now growing it, isn't it, and building it, and yeah, yeah. learning. Yeah, it's a whole, it's a whole new learning thing, yeah. isn't it? A whole new chapter for your life. Definitely. Yeah, it really is. So, yeah. Hey, that's awesome. But definitely, that ebook. I think you need to do something with it. Okay. I think <laughs> you just think. You know. You, it's just too exactly. good to sit there. It's just too good to sit there. Yeah, you're right. Get, get rid of the stuff that you can't put on there. Yeah. Get out there. Okay. You I'll know. do it. I like that, I guess. Mate, awesome. Awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, Callum, listen, thank you so much, mate. It's been a real pleasure. That's awesome to chat. It's catch. really amazing to hear what you do. <laughs> amazing to hear that journey, you know, mm-hmm. from a you know, student, radiographer, doing the job, doing the grind, hating it. Trying something, failing, trying something else, not quite sure, and then doing this, and and that's the that's the journey. Yeah, that's it's what it's about. Funny. I think life's a journey. Yeah. But mate, that's what awesome. so, yeah, <laughs> I'm Thank you so much. That's a pleasure. Man. <laughs> <Thanks a lot. laughs> and everyone who's listening to this, please give Cam a load of support and love because I tell you what, he's such a nice guy. So if you need any work, get in touch with him. I'll put I'll put. Have you got a website? oh yeah no. mate it's <laughs> like <yourself> a website <laughs> I'll get when you get your website I'll put a link onto it alright sure, awesome cool take care <laughs> cheers Hey podcast peeps, listen, thank you so much for listening to the Ben Parry podcast experience. It means the world to me for you guys to listen and I hope you got some real value out of it. If you can rate and review this podcast, it will mean the world to me as well. And um, listen, I really hope that you can keep tuned in and listen out for much more to come. So yeah, big love and catch up soon guys.